Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Good morning and welcome to your morning meditation today. We're going to be in John chapter 12 today, verses 1 through 8. I preached this in a sermon not too long ago. It's a little fresh on my mind, so hopefully this meditation won't go for half an hour. Uh, We're trying to keep them under 10 minutes, but we will uh, get what we can. And uh, there's so much to be mined out of this uh, little passage of Scripture. John chapter 12. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So this is immediately following this uh, raising of Lazarus, Lazarus from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used it to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, leave her alone. She bought it. She she bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. So this passage, a uh, pretty famous passage of Mary breaking open the alabaster jar, if you will. Um, there was an old song about that, uh, just pouring herself out, and really this vast sum of money, supposed to be about a year's wages. Um, just seems pretty wasteful and extravagant. And I think this throughout this whole passage, there's a, a whole bunch of value system kind of things going on. So you see the value system of, of Mary, who is um, literally broken and poured out on the feet of Jesus. Um, this, this alabaster jar that she had um, was worth so much money. Um, that it's kind of symbolic of her whole being. She just pours herself out on the feet of Jesus. And there are those moments in our lives, um, hopefully we have them from time to time, where we we have this vision of God, this picture of God. We have this encounter with God where all the value systems that we normally think about uh, kind of go by the wayside. And the value systems that we tend to get so caught up in Um, are gone. They disappear and we have these moments where we realize the value of just knowing Christ, uh, of the presence of Christ, of being kind of caught up in the moment of worship. And so that doesn't always have to even be at a worship service. Some of us really enjoy music and sometimes music helps to usher us uh, into the presence of God. Now obviously we know the presence of God is everywhere, but we can sense the presence of God, maybe through the lyric of a song uh, or through certain kinds of music. Um, 
Others, maybe it's just in a quiet moment um, where we're alone and we just have this real presence of God moment. Sometimes it's through uh, the conviction of the Holy Spirit in a, in a worship service, uh, maybe through a word that's preached or the word just being read. And so we have these moments where value systems break down. We also see that Martha is very concerned about keeping everything flowing. And we, we give Martha a hard time, but where would we be without the Marthas of the world? And Jesus is pretty clear that being a servant is a big deal. But in this moment, it's, there's a sense in which Mary kind of finds the better thing, if you will. And there are dangers in us getting caught up in just always having to have everything just so, or sometimes in the church, even substituting activity for the work of God in our lives. So if things seem to be kind of not going well, we just do more stuff. Because maybe if we do more stuff, then then that will, you know, at least give us a sense of control and order. And maybe what God is calling us to do is wait on Him. And then you have the, the value system of Judas, who Judas seems to be like, Speaking of something good, I mean, helping the poor is a good deal. Uh, but there's an interesting thing. I, I always wonder, you know, like maybe there was more to these conversations than we have recorded. I, I could just see Jesus looking at Judas and saying, well, okay, if the poor are always around, then why haven't you been doing anything <laughs> about it? There's always those who will stand on the sidelines, criticize what's going on, especially when true worship of God happens, um, that, that maybe there's some better way to do it. There's something else that could be done. So Judas, for him, it was this idea of what a waste of money. Uh, What a waste of money. Um, Maybe people may even look at your life if you're serving the Lord and say, what a waste. Like that person could be really doing a lot of things uh, in the world to make money or to further themselves. And they're wasting their life, you know, spending all that time at church, serving. Like not too many people think that, but that could be a, a critique of someone who's it. Uh, really pouring themselves out for the gospel. But I think here the last statement is always one that people are like, oh, okay, so we don't have to help the poor because the poor are always going to be with us. And I think when it's taken in context, we understand that what Jesus is saying is more like, why haven't you been doing this before, Judas? I mean, the poor were there all the time um, and you didn't do anything about it. So don't criticize this woman who is worshiping me. Uh, for not using this money for the poor. Uh, It doesn't give us an excuse to say, though the poor will always be here, so we're kind of let off the hook. And and I hope we realize that. So today, a great question to ask ourselves in this morning meditation is, what what do I value? You might look at, like, how am I spending my money? How am I spending my time? How am I spending my energy and talent? We talked about that last week in the greatest commandment at church. Um, those things will tell you what you value. You will spend your money on things you value. You will spend your time on things you value. And you will spend your energy and your talents on things you value. And for Mary, it was simply to worship God. And some people thought, man, what a waste. She could have been doing so much more with this. Um, But for her to know Christ, that was the all-consuming thing. That's why we're doing morning meditations. And uh, so there's just a thought for you this morning. Uh, if, if we're pouring our lives into anything other than uh, knowing Christ, it may get some kind of, we may see some uh, benefit from it, but ultimately the greater thing is to know Christ. Even if others look at us and say, man, why do you spend so much time with that? 
we know that knowing Christ and uh, being in the presence of God ultimately brings life, brings healing, brings peace, and makes us more loving so that we make a bigger impact in the world. So today, what do you value? Something to think about. Just a thought. I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.